Fish B on the bass guitar. Thank you much for pressing play on the podcast magic. Chapter 535 of the Fish Bowl. 15 minutes or less, Monday through Thursday. I'm only Bob, the dick trickle of podcasting. Thank you, Fish B. Yesterday we teased that we were going to do a AMA, we old school Fish Bowl. Ask me anything, send me your questions. I've made an editorial decision. Too many good questions, too many interesting questions, too many bad questions, really dumb questions and stupid questions. I think one weekend, not a regular Monday through Thursday, but I'm going to get a few glasses of whiskey and you partake in whatever you partake in, even if that's nothing at all. But we don't do it in 15 minutes. It'd just be too rushed. Let's spread that into, uh, I think, uh, something like 45 minutes an hour would really be more appropriate. So we'll do that uh, uh, one of these weeks coming up, but but not today because the, there's just too much news going on in the world. There's things I just got to share with you. I, ju- I just absolutely have to. And then I want to end today and end the week on one of the best dating ideas I've ever heard. I've been following these dating ideas for a lot. One of the best dating, not a date, one of the best dating ideas I've ever heard. I think you'll be interested in it. We'll end the week with it. But first, congratulations to AOC. Apparently, she married that bearded hipster. And as soon as I heard years ago that AOC had a serious boyfriend... They didn't have to tell me he was a white guy with a beard. I didn't, you didn't have to tell me that. I, ju- I, ju- I just somehow intrinsically knew that AOC, like, of course, like the only dude I could ever picture her with before I knew who she was with was a white guy with a beard. And as a white guy that cannot grow a beard, I knew that I was out. But she's, uh, she's married now. Hope that, hope that works for her. Maybe she'll listen This dating advice, I mean, this works great for married couples, too. Maybe she's listening. I I know she's uh, probably not an avid fan of the fishbowl, just statistically speaking. Uh, Rihanna had her baby, big up to her, and ASAP Rocky. And uh, Ed Sheeran and his wife had a baby. I'm assuming his wife did most of the work. I went to Rite Aid the last couple days by my house, and both days they didn't have much, but they did have formula. That's a good sign. Want to hear a bad sign? It has nothing to do with baby formula or babies, but it does. Abortion's not a real fun subject, but with... Roe versus Wade, 99% likely to be overturned in June, which is next month. Uh, today, Oklahoma, in their legislature, and their governor's going to sign it, became the first state to outlaw abortion after fertilization. Heartbeat? Too far. Life begins at fertilization in Oklahoma. Because the Texas laws have gotten so strict, too many women from Texas come into Oklahoma to have an abortion. So Oklahoma, since April, has passed three more restrictively anti-abortion legislation in anticipation of Roe v. Wade. Passed by 73 to 16 the day the governor is going to sign it. And when I first heard Oklahoma 
a state which I cannot stand because they stole my basketball team, the Seattle Supersonics. And they root from Go Thunder! Go Thunder! Yay! What kind of people? What kind of people, I ask you? Steal another basketball team. Outrageous, Oklahoma. Outrageous. The team is sponsored. All the NBA teams on their, on their right shoulder have a, have, have a logo of a business. Um, loves Truck Stops is, is the one that sponsors. It's true. Swear to God, it's true. Oklahoma City Thunder brought to you by Loves Truck Stops. Because other than fracking, that's the big business in Oklahoma. That and uh, maternity wards, apparently, is also going to be big business in Oklahoma. But when I first heard this, it begins at fertilization, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did they just ban many forms of birth control, like birth control pills and the IUD? They did not. They carved out exceptions for those, even though technically fertilization occurs with IUDs and birth control pills, but the hormones that those birth control systems create just don't allow the fertilized egg to stick in the fallopian tube. It gets flushed like any other egg during the woman's period. And there's exceptions for plan B also, I guess, like emergency contraception, so that's good. So hooray on that. Exceptions for rape and incest or the life of the mother. Rape and incest, but it has to be reported to authorities. Otherwise, if one of your neighbors finds out you had an abortion, you could be like sued or something, just like Texas. And the birth control element is really interesting here to me as kind of a a nerdy legal fellow, because if the law says... Life begins at fertilization. But it has carve-outs <laughs> that, that directly contradict that, like birth control pills and IUDs, which allow fertilization to take place and then dismiss the fertilization and, and plan B, the emergency contraception. Do those contradictory things, does that make the law null and void because those things can't exist simultaneously in the same bill? So does that then, whether it's Oklahoma or Alabama or Mississippi or Texas, who knows, one of these states, does that inspire to outlaw birth control? I mean, it doesn't seem likely, but Roe v. Wade being overturned didn't seem likely like six months ago. Well, that's not true. I, I guess since the Trump justices, we could kind of see this coming. But at the same time, until we really, really, really knew it was coming, it just, it just. So that's an important story. But on to something more fun. The best dating idea, one of them that I've ever heard in my entire life. This couple was at this Red Sox game yesterday at Fenway Park. And I love the Red Sox and I love Fenway Park. I used to live in New England. First time I went to Fenway Park, next day I had so much fun. My cheeks were sore from smiling. 
Fenway Park is, is probably like Wrigley. The atmosphere is much more like a college football game than a baseball game. It is, if you ever have the chance and you have the means and you don't go to a game at Fenway Park, shame on you. I, I, I mean, you can't, you, you can't plead ignorance now because I told you and now you know. But the Sox were just getting hammered by the Astros. And there's this couple that got married six months ago. And they're sitting there in the, in, the, in the green monster seats. And in the same inning, the same inning, in a game that's being called by Bob Costas, the legend himself, this couple gets not one, but two home run balls. Two of them, two of them. And I guess this wasn't yesterday. I guess this was Tuesday because one of the best ideas I've heard, almost all happy couples I know, they usually set aside at least one night a week for date night, usually Friday or Saturday. Not this couple, not this happy couple that's so happy they got two balls. Now this chick's got four balls. <laughs> where were you, Fish B? Like, like, I mean, like, where were you? It's too late now. Don't even look. No, don't even, don't even. Fish fee's fucking smoking a joint with his base like six feet away from him. Thanks for, thanks for, for participating. Asshole. <laughs> Show's not over yet. Like, what are you? You couldn't wait another five minutes for God's sake. Just in case. Just in case. But this couple, Tuesday is their date night. Tuesday date night is one of the best dating ideas I've ever heard. Get into any restaurant you want. No wine. Don't have to worry about parking. Like, I mean, you don't have to be a Friday or Saturday couple unless it, a lot of times people in America are big drinkers, you know? So, you, you, but, but if you're not a big drinker, if you're like not a drinker or just, you know, maybe a drinker too, Tuesday night, date night, that, that I like. That I like a lot. Also at this game, I have time to share one more thing for you. For <laughs> with you, there's a uh, there's a baseball player on the Houston Astros. His name is Martin Maldonado, which I believe that makes him the son of former major leaguer. He might even be a, a, a his grandfather might have been a major leaguer too, if I remember right. But I think his dad is Candy Maldonado. And because everyone calls me Bob, I can't help but wish, like, when I hear a great name, I'm like, I wish my name was Candy Van Dyne. Like, like if I move someplace new where no one knows me and I, like, go to the bar, can I introduce myself as Candy? It's so much better than Bob. And you want to hear the fucked up thing about Bob? Here's the fucked up thing about having a name like Bob. Drink if you heard the... If you heard the sirens, there's lots of, lots of action tonight. Lots of action tonight. It's not even my name. My name is Brian Robert. Like, I went, and Brian is a nicer name than Bob, really. And I went by Brian all the way through my, until my freshman year of high school. And then I'm in this French class where my name, you have to pick a French name. My French name is Robert, and Robert... Lazy me, clearly too many letters to write. So just kind of as a smart ass, I write Le Bob. L-E-B-O-B. -E I, I don't know, you know, the, right? 
just being dumb. Freshman in high school, just being dumb, just being dumb, just being dumb. But unfortunately for me, that's how names start. That's how nicknames start. And from then on, like for a couple of weeks, my friends started calling me little Bob. And then it was just Bob. I, after, my parents call me Bob. My mom's called me Brian once in 20 years. My grandma's called me Brian once in 20 years. Every, it's Bob for everybody. And I got stuck with it over like just being an idiot in French class as a freshman in high school. I, mean, I was stuck with it for the rest of my life. Candy Van Dyne, now that's a name. I bet I would be with some very attractive lady, date night, Fenway Park, if I was Candy Van Dyne. But no, Bob Van Dyne lives in the projects. <laughs> you know what, uh, we're done, by the way. This is, uh, this is Thursday night for us, Monday through Thursday. We don't do Fridays. Friday is the weekend, regardless of what I just said about Tuesday being date night. Friday is the weekend. Learn it, live it, love it. Don't, don't do Fridays. Fuck, no, we don't. That's one thing Bob doesn't do. A Brian might. A Candy wouldn't, for sure. But this weekend, because I promised my... Talk about big weekend fun. Because I promised my therapist I would. This weekend, I get to finish the book, for, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I'll bring this up, uh, Calming the Emotional Storm. It's a very common book about, says right here on the top, using dialectical behavioral therapy skills to manage your emotions and balance your life. Good luck with that book. Good luck. But anyway, uh, by uh, the legendary Sherry Van Dyke. I don't know where all these Dutch people are coming from, but apparently we're doing great. We're writing books and stuff. That, so that, that's my weekend. Candy Van Dyne would have significantly better plans. There'd be strippers and blow and caviar and shit. That's what Candy Van Dyne would be doing. But Bob Van Dyne will be home reading Calming the Emotional Storm. All right, all right. Fish V, you want to scooch over here? And just, you, you got to press, like, three buttons on the guitar, dude. Like, say adios. You can do it. Say adios. <laughs>